Welcome to the Babe Lounge. I'm your host, B. I'm a high school senior photographer helping build confidence in teens while capturing memorable moments. I cannot get enough seeing my seniors come in and leave their senior photo experience with 10,000 times more confidence than they came in with. If you're a high schooler, finally a senior, just graduated, or even a freshman in college, this podcast is for you. Each week, I and sometimes special guests. We'll be bringing you the tips and resources on all things we wish we knew in high school, as a senior, and even transitioning into college. I'm so excited for you to be here, so let's jump right on into it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with one of my past seniors. She has had, I think, like four sessions with me, so like, she like is basically a live-in senior but like she's not a senior anymore so welcome Mackenzie. hi <laughs> today we're talking all about like sorority life which i'm really excited about because i have no knowledge like i didn't go to a college that has like soror is it what is it sorority life yeah is that greek life greek that's the word <laughs> greek life so um We're going to talk about that today. So what exactly is like Greek life? So Greek life consists of sororities and fraternities. Sororities are made up of females and the fraternities are also known as the frats are the men. Frats. And so basically kind of it all combines to what we call Greek life. Um, There's different groups and with it there's different sororities amongst the one school so you could have anywhere from five to uh, my sister's in Greek life at Mizzou they have like I don't know exactly but like 15 so kind of depending on the school there's a certain number of sororities or fraternities and then um, I guess the best way to describe it is Within those sororities, there's international sororities, and then there's also kind of just local sororities. International is all over the country. So um, my sorority, Alpha Phi, we have sororities in United States and Canada. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, so some of them only have just the one type of sorority. When it comes to like sororities, how did you decide in the first place you wanted to rush? Was that kind of a factor when it came to picking colleges? Because I didn't really have like a strong pull for or like against sororities, but like my college just didn't end up having Greek life. For me personally, it wasn't like my decision factor. I kind of picked my school and then dug deeper into if they have Greek life and Uh, At first, I was kind of like, I didn't know, and like, I didn't really understand it. I don't have anybody that I was close to that had gone through the recruitment process or that was in Greek life. Right, and I feel like movies is is like portraying Greek life and sororities and fraternities in a lot different way than what it actually is, so then it's like all of those like misconceptions, and not in a bad way or a good way, but like, you just don't know what to go in and expect. Absolutely, and like... Sometimes you hear like negative things or that people just party all the time or just different things you hear Mm -hmm. and um, other people's experience. Right. That was kind of like 
another thing that I was like I don't know like is this for me type of thing well and I didn't realize like sororities and fraternities did a lot of service work yes yes and especially depending on the sorority you're in some do more than others but with all of them there's some kind of community within Mm. the sorority where they do some kind of service when it came to you went to college and like you rushed like what is like that rush process like like is that how you like pick what sorority you want to be a part of or like I know nothing yes I felt like I had to do a lot of research before so I'm like looking through all the sororities going through social media you really don't have to do that that's the whole point of the recruitment process okay because throughout so depending on the school and the process there's different time periods of how long it is ours is like three days and then you have bid day within those days you learn something different about every sorority you go and ours was virtual so it's a little different than what it's like (laughs) this upcoming year and everything so it's kind of hard (laughs) to go off that but within it throughout the night you talk to every sorority the first Mm -hmm. night and you get a sense of like the girls are like in each sorority they're all different like right and not in a good or bad way right but in a way that like you know what's fitting for you right could you see from the rush like the is that yeah rush they call it rush um my school we're trying to get away from that because they get the negative connotation yeah but it's still yeah when you were (laughs) when you were meeting with the other like sororities and kind of getting the feel did did you see that like there were different personalities per each oh absolutely okay and they all like you know they all went together within each sorority but like you could just yes so there's not like any confusing factor of like they all kind of sound similar to me yeah not really I mean you can depending on the school if there's more sororities like obviously you're gonna get a little couple similar mine some of them were like very different Mm -hmm. and so yeah just kind of like you can tell what where you like feel like you fit or like they like to say like where you feel home yeah in your case in particular, was it hard to, so I literally know nothing about the process. I think from what I've seen is like, <laughs> you know, you want to be in one, but then they technically pick you. So it is kind of like a mutual picking process. Okay. Um, throughout the days, you pick them, they pick you. It's a mutual thing. You're okay. both picking, not just them picking. Okay. And with that, like, you go in and you select yours while they're on the other side selecting who they'd like to see back the next day. Okay. So that's why bid day is such a big deal. Not because it is fun and, like, you get to meet all your girls (laughs) all at once, but because of the fact that that's which one you find out, like, you're in and you don't know exactly because you have a couple options. We have like leaders that are in charge of like our Greek life and our Panhellenic council, um, which is a bunch of different sorority members, fraternity members. Ours is sorority, obviously, and they make up our branch. Um, They kind of oversee the recruitment process. There's basically a leader to it all. And they kind of, we also have, during the recruitment process, you have your leaders from, you don't know which sorority they're in. They're from a bunch of different sororities. I had two leaders from 
two completely different sororities. Yeah. Um, and they kind of help you during the process. So mm-hmm. if you have questions or you just need someone to talk to or right. rant to, right. they're kind of there to help because yeah. it is kind of a confusing process yeah. sometimes. Do you get bids from multiple sororities potentially? No. Okay. Throughout the process, you get you basically get asked back to come back the next night. Um, you can be asked back by, there's like a certain amount. We have five sororities, so you can be asked back by, it's either three or four sororities. Okay. Um, depending on the connection. Right. If they don't see the connection, they're not obviously going to ask you back. Or if you don't see the connection, right. they're not going to pursue you. Right. So throughout it, like you're supposed to get less and less because it goes from like four to three to two. Okay. Um, granted, depending on your situation, you may only have one or you right. may only have two on the four night and with that then you'll get down to the two and then that's why bid day is such a big deal because you find out which one you got or if you got into the one you were wanting type of deal that makes so much more sense so and that's why it's like three days or week-long processes yes. so you're not like okay what do I do now or I don't know which one I fit into yes. and I don't think there's anything wrong with not getting into one that like you didn't feel connections in because I mean they always say like cliche but like it's like a sisterhood and if you like you want to be able to get along with this group of people that you might be with for like the next four years yeah yeah especially with the four years and they talk about all the time like it does kind of become like a lifelong thing Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of these girls you know end up as your bridesmaids and your wedding (laughs) and whatnot you get really close to these girls so you want it to be somewhere where you fit in. I know throughout the process, people get so focused on one sorority mm-hmm. and kind of close their eyes to the other options. And that's when you kind of will start to struggle throughout the recruitment process. Oh, okay. Because you're being, like, it's not a good thing to be closed-minded or to right. be set on one. Right, hyper-focused. Right, because, like, I hear all the time, or you see in the movies all the time, um, you know, the mom was like a legacy. And then, of course, you want in that one because she was in that one and they were president or however that worked. But maybe that group of girls isn't like the personalities that you need throughout life. Yes. And there's a better match of like a sorority. And yeah, no, that makes sense because I feel like when you're hyper-focused and closed-minded, then you put a lot of pressure on yourself to either make yourself fit in and then that's not you. Or you like are really disappointed if you don't get into that specific one. That happens like too often. It's kind (laughs) of like a sad thing. And I know a lot of girls, like I had friends that were kind of set on one and it didn't work out. Or if your like mom was like the legacy and then they're the one pressuring you. Yes. Yes. There's, it's a both way thing. Like either you want to like live up to your mom's standards or your mom wants you to live up to hers. And that, you know, I think that takes the fun out of it too. It does. And recruitment and like that week can be such a fun week. It can be a such a stressful week too. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking back, I don't regret my experience and I feel like I wouldn't have changed a whole lot about it. I felt like I kind of went in with a pretty open mind and I just enjoyed it. Like, I do feel bad when people say, like, it was such a hard week and, like, I cried so much because it shouldn't be like that. And they were probably ones that had their heart set on this thing or the expectations were super high. And not saying that, like, you know, they didn't get in or they didn't get, like, a sorority that they liked, but it was, you know, they had already imagined and set, like, I'm going in this sorority and then that's not 
how it actually played out. Yeah, and social media can definitely, like, play a role oh, in that. Because, yeah. you know, you go and you see what they post. It's hard because you can kind of see yourself fit in one way. Mm-hmm. And we don't, I guess the best way to say is we don't always know. Like, right. you can think you fit in. And then later you can figure out, like, oh, that wasn't meant for me. Like, there's so many people, and we say all the time, like, you will find your home, and, like, it'll all work out. Because it really does. And, like, what you may think would have been the best sorority for you, you find out later, like, oh, my gosh, I fit so much. Like, this feels more like home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A weird, like, I guess analogy is what it's called. But, like, it's, like, an outfit you try on in the fitting room and you take it home and then you actually, like, put it on to wear it and you're, like, oh, that's not how I remembered. Or, like, oh, that's not, like, the right fit. Yes, yes. So, in, like, the front-end process of, you know, choosing a sorority, like, what – what was one thing that, like, was so scary to you that actually wasn't that bad? Honestly, I was kind of scared to, like, meet everybody in a way. Mm. And and virtual doesn't make it easier. No, yes. And, like, I feel like I was so worried about, like, okay, do I have to come off as a different persona at every room? Or, like, mm. do I have to, you know, fit in in every room? And I was also, like, a big thing. I was so worried about, like, remembering everybody's names. You're oh. never going to. No. You're never going to. No. Yeah. No. No. And I was worried. I'm like, do I have to keep track of everybody's name and see, remembering <laughs> who I talk to? Like, no. You're like, oh, was that one girl with, with the long blonde hair? And they're like, there's like 500 girls with long blonde hair. Yes. And you're like, oh. Yes. I have a funny story of like on bid day, I had my bid day buddy and we met in person and she was like, yeah, like remember us talking on the third night? Like that was the night before. And I do not remember talking to her. (laughs) Like, I try to think about it all the time. And I'm like, you talk to so many different people that it is hard to remember. And, like, there's no shame in, like, what's your name again? Right, right. Because it's almost more embarrassing to carry on. And then, like, they then address you and you're like, oh. Yes. I can't address you back. Yes. Um, People mess up my name all the time because they go, like, Bia. And it's, like, no, it's just be like, the letter. And so now I've just gotten in the habit of, like, not in, like, a mean way, but I just correct them up front. So then, like, they're not embarrassed later. Like, oh, why did you let me, yes. like, call you by the wrong name yes. or pronounce it wrong the whole time? And and who knows? You know, maybe she actually talked to someone else, not you, and then she misremembered. Like, that sounds crazy and like overwhelming to try to remember everyone on top of like will I get into a sorority like is it the one I want or is it like yeah you know um have you ever seen it happen or have you had any of your friends that like really wanted a sorority but like didn't get a bit at all does that happen um typically no depends on the school okay. obviously if you have a bigger school they can't promise everybody a bid type of thing. Right. That's a little bit of a different experience. You would need like um, a mansion to fit all the girls in if, yeah, if you could. Yeah, and they kind of get set limits depending on how many people are going through the recruitment process on how many girls they can take. Because obviously you can't have one sorority taking half of the new members, right. the PNMs. And so obviously like that can kind of be an issue at bigger schools mm-hmm. at SAUE, and for my personal experience, as long as you go in with an open mind, yeah, you're you're pretty likely. We say almost 100% to get a bid. The only time you wouldn't get a bid is if per se you decided to leave the recruitment process, right? And then we call it uh, suicide bidding or single bidding is when you say I basically want 
this sorority or I'm not going to be in Greek life type of thing. Okay. So when on your, your last night, you rank your two, your last two sororities mm-hmm. and you're obviously saying number one is my top preference, number two, I like them, and then you submit it. Well, some people are like, if I don't get in number one, I don't want to do this. Oh, yeah. Then we can't promise. Like, right, right. We can't promise But that's your that. own doing it's not like yes. they're not willing to accept you yes yes yeah that makes so much sense and that's really cool because again like unless you're in it in the moment you don't really know what happens and sometimes like you know you're talking to the senior at like at like rush or recruitment and they don't really remember how scary it was as a freshman as clearly as someone who like recently I mean you did it what last year yeah so yeah. it's pretty fresh on your mind when it comes to like Girls that are in between, like, they don't know if they want to, um, and isn't that, like, before you move into, like, like, all the recruitment happens? Yes, you register for recruitment in the summer, um, so currently we have our recruitment is open, um, so you go ahead and you register. Gotcha. And then... Are, it, it depends on the school. Like, right. a lot of schools are already starting the recruitment process right now. Right. We don't start school till a little bit later, so it'll be a little later than other schools. But we do ours at the end of the week of the first week. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it depends on the school. That's another thing. Yeah. Like I've I know seen, that's hard to say, but, yeah, yeah it depends on the school. Where it's like, earlier and so that's like another commitment, like, especially if it's, like, out of state or a little bit farther away that – that can kind of be scary because you're like, oh, I don't want to leave my friends earlier than I need to if I don't even know if I'm going to, you know, do recruitment or not. Um, Do you have any advice for people who are on the edge? Because I know everyone's going to say like, just go ahead and do it. Like you, you know, you never know. But like from an actual standpoint of like you were, you know, you said you were a little scared and nervous about it, but like you knew that was like something that you were interested in. Yeah. And so I say all the time, it's not for everybody. That's for sure. It's like any other club. It's like any other sport. It's not for everybody and not everyone is going to love it. And I know that can be hard because a lot of times people do feel pressure to do it because a mom's been in a sorority in the past or all your friends are doing it. Um, right. For whatever reason, there's kind of, there like can the be fear. pressure there. Yeah. The fear of missing out on an opportunity. Yeah. So personally, I like to say, do what you feel is best. Like if you're feeling calling to do it, I say go for it. Worst comes to worst, you decide, oh, this isn't for me. There's plenty of girls that go through the recruitment process and are like, you know, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. This isn't for me. Yeah. And you're out of it. You're fine. Right. Um, but it's it, it all depends on the person, on if it's for you, and no one's experience is the exact same. Right, exactly. And I feel like... It's almost good to like go in and try it and then know like it isn't for you versus like not doing it, seeing your friends do it and then maybe wish like, oh, you know, I should have done it. And like, can people like do recruitment like as like a sophomore if that's like their first year? Yeah, I was going to mention that if you're a transfer student, like I know some people go to community colleges and then transfer. We have transfer students go through the recruitment process all the time and then not to mention a lot of um schools will have a recruitment process in the spring so it's not as big as the fall one but there is a process in the spring as well second semester yes okay yes and then also sororities 
if they have more space to welcome more girls, yeah. they'll take what's called a COB. So those are members that we take after the formal recruitment process. Okay. And you'll see if you went through the recruitment process, decided it wasn't for you, you can go to other sororities as long as you aren't initiated and like welcomed into a sorority yeah. type of thing. There's a little rules depending on the school on yeah. if you can go through it later or whatever. But it is something like you don't have to make yeah. your first year. I know people right. are nervous to go to school already as it is. And some people right. are like, I don't want to jump in another thing freshman right. year. Right. Just in case like you do get overwhelmed with school, you don't want to put like all of that extra like pressure So with that, like time commitment wise, like what is, I mean, again, it varies per school, it varies per sorority, but like how, how is that like played out for you specifically with like time management and like balancing homework and classes and sorority and anything else that you do? This was one of my biggest fears and was what almost stopped me from doing it. I talked to a couple girls at SIUE before I decided to actually sign up for the recruitment process because I was worried about that. Um, For us personally, on Sundays, everybody has chapter, which chapter is just when all the sororities get together and do kind of whatever they plan out. It depends on the sorority and what they have planned. The rest of it is kind of like we always say what you put into it, you're going to get out. Right. So if We have like what are called sisterhoods. That's where all the girls get together and we get to do fun things. So we've done like cupcake decorating, um, rock climbing, like a ton of different fun things, pool parties. Um, Those are super fun, but those aren't mandatory type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Depends on the school. It depends on the sorority on some people are what's called all-inclusive dues, which means you pay your due up front. And you don't pay anything else throughout the year. Right, and you can just attend as you will. Yes, everything, show up. It's free, basically, not obviously right. you're it's paying like for it beforehand, but you're not paying for each event. Other sororities, you decide what you want to go to, and mm-hmm. then you pay. There's pros and cons to both. Right. I personally like paying up front because then I know, like, I'm going to go to everything. Because you have the freedom of, like, yes. option versus... Like, there's no loss in you going to it at that point because you've already paid to be able to go to it versus like, oh, do I want to go out tonight? Do I want to spend however much on this event? Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. It sounds a lot worse to them be like, oh, I've got to pay 15 bucks. Right. Or like, Like, I've already paid that, so might as well take advantage of it if I want to go. Yes. And I'm like such a person, like type of person that I'm like... As it's coming up, I'm probably going to be like, nope, I want to stay home tonight. Whereas if I know already paid for it, I'm like, right. oh, I probably should go. Like, And it keeps you kind of like involved in a way, I guess is right. the best way to say it. So it depends. Yeah. It's different for both people yeah. um, or different for everybody. Some people like it. Some people don't type of yeah. thing. It's like- I've just found it to be kind of nice yeah it's like when like apple they have the subscription or however that works versus buying an individual song like you're more likely to listen to more songs and like try new things when you're already paying for it versus like per each thing yes and i found um i found the more you go to things the better off your experience like we've said right. the more you put into it the more you're going to get out of it so it is kind of nice to get to go to the mixers the uh the sisterhoods yeah those you, fun things yeah do you know like 
at least for your sorority, is it like you've just seen that there's options of like, you know, that one time fee versus like per each event? Does that or is it like different schools do it one way or the other? For my school, we have both. Okay. So um, I have another friend who's in another sorority and they pay by event. Yeah. So it kind of just depends. Yeah. We we obviously are an upfront. I like it, but I guess some people that are like, oh, I'm only going to be able to go to 10 events. Do I want to pay? Right. That's something to consider right. when you're going through the recruitment process. If the like, value doesn't. Ask those questions. Yeah. yeah. What are other questions that you wished you had asked that like kind of helped calm you down when it came to like uh, the recruitment process and all of that stuff that might be helpful for anyone else to ask knowing going into whatever sorority they want to go into yeah I know money's kind of a big thing to a lot of people and it kind of is a big decision factor for a lot of things so going through recruitment they will answer a lot of those questions and it depends on the day uh, we do sisterhood one day, philanthropy another day, and we answer those kind of specific questions. So t- sometimes if you ask the question a little early, they'll be like, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it, it tomorrow. Right. They're or like, like, you're a little eager beaver. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. I just need to know. Yes. Yeah. But the things that they don't actually like address up front, were there, was there anything? They talk about some things, but some things like, I just needed more detail. Like I'm a okay. detail person. I want to know everything. Right. So like, I spent an extra 10 minutes with my one girl I met with to go over finances because when they talk about all-inclusive and then the ones where you pay per event, it didn't quite click. I didn't understand it. Like, I got the all-inclusive, but what did it consist of? How much was each additional event? Right. That's stuff, like, I felt were kind of, like, a good thing to ask. And then... Another thing to ask is they'll go over kind of like their values. Those are Mm -hmm. kind of a big deal. And that's what makes every sorority different, I feel like. We focus on sisterhood, generosity, innovation. I've seen like agriculture ones too. Yes, yes. And so with those, like that's what makes a sorority different. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have to ask. Like, do you guys focus on service a lot like if you're somebody that really values service ask those questions how do they how do they value that what Mm -hmm. exactly do they do do they do a lot of community service or what what were the sisterhoods because they always touch those topics but it's like completely fine to ask those questions yeah yeah, because you, I mean, especially if that's a, the sorority you want to go into and like your example, like you're really service based and th- that's not one of their values. They value something else over it. Maybe that's not the sorority you want to be in. Yes, because throughout the process, they're asking you a lot of questions about yourself and they give you the chance to ask questions. And I know a lot of times like, nope, no questions. Right. I'm good. But it like. They ask you if you have questions for a reason, so right. you get the chance to right. ask questions. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say there's nothing wrong in asking a question because it's just further clarifying either. And like there's so much room for misinterpretation in anything. Yes. And this is like a big decision. And like, again, there are finances involved. So, you know, you don't want to have to settle into something because that you know you just didn't know everything or you thought that was what you wanted and you assumed that that was something was going to happen and it doesn't and you're like oh well if I knew that I wouldn't have picked this I would have gone with 
this other one. Yes, and that that has happened before because they didn't feel they asked enough questions. I've talked to other people and like their experience and they're like, I felt I needed to ask more questions. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like a big process on that's why the recruitment process is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like um, stories about like the sisterhood experiences you have that isn't like, you know, what you see in the movies that's like different? Yeah. So recently I got a position um, back in March, which most of the time you get positions around September, November-ish, but um, a girl had decided to leave and so the position was open I had wish I had gone for position. I'm somebody that likes the leadership and like kind of feeling like I have a purpose in a way. And so I decided to apply and got the position. I feel like a lot of times you don't see that kind of stuff. You don't see the leadership opportunities with it. Yeah. So that was something I really enjoyed. Um, I'm the director of Sisterhood and then also in charge of the Big Little reveal process. Those look so fun. They like, are fun. I had FOMO watching everyone at like all their <laughs> schools because like they would they it's so creative too. Like yes. the little gifts like are so cute and like there it looks like there's a lot of thought put into that. And then like the reveals like everyone's crying and I'm like that's so cute. Yeah, there's a lot of that goes on behind the scenes. It was like the best position I could have got. <laughs> it happened to just be one that opened, but right. I'm like, oh my gosh. And maybe so someone fitting. else was they're like, that is not fun to me. Yes. So like, you know. Yes. So within, among all the different sororities, there's positions throughout all of them. And like they range. You have anywhere from yeah. being somebody who's in charge of community service. And with each position comes different time. So right. Mine, I have to put in a little bit more time because I'm in charge of the sisterhoods. And some of them, it's like, oh, I don't have as much time. There's positions for that. Yeah, yeah. But always ask. (laughs) Yeah, and you don't, I mean, you don't have to. It's not for everybody. Some people are like, I like being in it and being involved and going to the events, but I can't say I want to plan the events. Right, yeah. Do you see that, like, a college that has, like, Greek life, when it comes to, like, you know, starting college and getting to know people, does that like help or like? Absolutely. Yeah. What's your, what are your experiences? Cause again, like I know a lot of people are already nervous to go to college in general, especially if you're moving away from your parents and like, this is your first time, like quote unquote, li- like living alone. Um, even though there's other people around you, you have roommates, but adding on Greek life or like having, being in a sorority, how, how does that actually help? Cause again, I have zero experience and I don't, like, it's not even that I didn't choose to be in one and other people are in one. Like, we just don't have it. Yeah. No, I think it helps tremendously. So, obviously, for my year, we had COVID going on and we couldn't really be in person. Um, <clears throat> personally, one of the benefits that I have found is in college, it is, like, in your benefit to connect with people with similar majors and uh, yeah. in class, you know, right. it's nice to have somebody to right. study with right. or to go to with questions. And I didn't really get that experience because I wasn't in person. You're on Zoom. You don't right. connect with your classmates. You don't have study buddies through Greek life. And not just in my sorority alone, but amongst the other sororities and fraternities, I've found other people with similar majors because we do have 
little programs we put on where yeah. we have like personally we have a spreadsheet and everybody puts their <laughs> major and their phone number and their email. I love spreadsheets. So, yes. Yeah. So you get to kind of like go through there. Oh, we have the same. We have like a similar major. I should reach out to her. Like yeah. we could study or I bet we have similar classes. I found that to be something that really, really helped me. And then another thing for me was I stayed home my first year. Um, okay. So I felt like I'm going to be left out. Like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to meet friends? Like, right. you know, you meet a lot of your friends in your dorm. Or I didn't have that. Was everyone, was that like a choice or was everyone online? That was a choice. Okay. That was a choice. I'm like 30 minutes from campus and just with everything going on, I was pretty much online. Yeah. So it kind of fit me better, but it's, a, I know the problem is there's the connotation of you're paying for friends and I completely understand where people can get that idea, especially if you don't know a lot about Greek life or... And I mean, technically you, you are paying, but it's not that you're paying for friends. Yes, you're paying for the experiences, right. which is how you meet the friends right. type of thing. You're not paying to hang out with that girl. Right. You're paying to do the cupcake decorating right. where you get to spend time with the girls. Right. Yeah, or like the trip to Disney. Like. Yes, yes. So that one's pretty exciting. Uh I get to apply to that. I go to that in September. Oh. And then um, it'll be like a big leadership three-day yeah. trip. So. That's so exciting. Uh, last question before we wrap up. What are like as many, like like I guess three, if you can think of three, what are like the stereotypes about sororities, you know, beyond like that you pay for your friends that like really aren't true, but like are, are like, you know, played really big? So kind of the bigger ones is that if you join a sorority you're automatically going to go out and party all the time and your academics are going to fall that's not true and I guess it depends on this on the sorority on the school and how committed as a person you are like if you're not going to do homework you're not going to do homework regardless of if you're in a sorority or not yes and like depending on the sorority like especially at SIUE, grades are a big deal to the sororities. They advertise that. They will say, like, our overall GPA is whatever. And then not to mention, you have to have a certain GPA to be able to stay in a sorority. Um, I feel like reputation's really big for them. I know, like, college sports, once I was interning for, like, our men's lacrosse team and I was doing photo video, that they all had to have a certain GPA or, like, your spot on the team was, like, in danger. Yes, yes. And another thing with it is that's not something to be scared of. No. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it because then – but it's holding you accountable. Yes. And not to mention, like, they are there to help you. If your right. grade's struggling, they'll meet with you before they just are like, bye, see right. you later. Right. It's an added support, and, like, they obviously care about you. And, yeah, I love that that having someone, like, it sounds weird, but, like, having someone watch you and watch your grades, like, if they do slip and they're there to also help you and bring that back up and that they care about it versus saying, oh, well, you can still do all these events. Like, your grade is slipping. That's fine. It's just... Yes, yes. And like with it, 
we have like study dates so they're like planned right so somebody in in the sorority is like a leader of those and so we plan those and you meet with girls like within your class so those are kind of a big thing yeah no that's awesome thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you I'm happy to be here (laughs) I'm so excited and thank you guys for listening